At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The monkey doesn't go back in the box. It only comes out. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. It's another episode of Post Talk. This your host, Alan. And I got Brother Cobb on here with me again tonight. What's up? You don't want this smoke? Don't want any of that smoke. You've heard that yet? It's new on me. It's what, all the, what do you think it means? It's what all the cool kids are saying now. Smoke. I think it's a, it's a way of... Saying you don't want these hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Can anybody can you hear yourself now? Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. That that's that's more better. More, more better. Are you okay? Your team got curb stomped in the national championship. There. Sorry, you didn't get what eighteen. Is that it? Yeah. It it was gonna be nice because. You were no longer going to have to worry about keeping up with how many national championships if they would have kept winning each year. Because whatever the year was, that's how many national titles we was going to You ain't got to worry about getting an extra sticker for your car. Yeah, which, is, which is nice. It's a nice break. Yeah, it saves you like $5. Yeah, I never bought a sticker, but if I was a sticker guy. It's going to win. Well, the chances are it's only for a year. Yeah. Let's pull those stats up. Let's start off with that. <laughs> Tua. All right, so two of stats for this season. Check this out. Touchdown-interception ratio versus a top 30 defense. Six, six. Six touchdowns, six interceptions. Everyone else, 37 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mm -hmm. What else you got? QBR rating. Top 30 defenses, 43. Everyone else, 97. Completion percentage, top 30 defense, 58%. Everyone else, 75%. Yards attempt, top 30 defense, 7.5. Change shabby. No, it's not bad. Everyone else, 13.1. You get the gist of it, don't you? Yeah, so. It's kind of a bit. Heisman? I think they got the Heisman right. Well, no, I don't. So I thought. I really thought Tua should have won it, and they just based it on that SEC championship. The dude had a bad ankle. He did. And you need – your ankle's good to be yeah. planting and stuff like that. Yeah, you need an ankle. I wish they'd just give the Heisman after the national championship. That would be so much better, wouldn't it? 
You just do like the whole season as a whole. Yeah, the end of the season. That'd be something to look forward to after the the season ends. Yeah, that next Saturday. Yeah. Who's going to Heisman? All right. So let me ask you this: They're talking about expanding the playoff. Hang on. Why? Would it made any difference this year? No. I guarantee you'd have been Alabama and Clemson. Yeah, it probably would have been. Let's just say you go six or eight. It would have been like Alabama. They say if they go ex- expand, it'd be like home field advantage too if they do that. So I think the way they laid it out, if it was eight team playoff, it'd have been Alabama, UCF at Tuscaloosa. UCF would have got curb stomped. I promise. Yeah, I mean, just look at the LSU UCF. I think LSU LSU was missing like half their defense. They were missing eight starters for the defense. Yeah. Greedy didn't come. There was a lot of players that sat out. Did they try to like investigate SEC? I don't Aren't know. Are they trying to do that? Oh, they're cheating. UFC. UFC. UCF. UCF. I don't think they want that smoke. I don't either. So they were talking with Florida about a, a one and one. You know, we'll go. We'll come to you, and you go to us. Yeah, they didn't want that. They didn't want that smoke. They didn't want this smoke. The schedule is UCF strengths of schedule or lack thereof has been one of the primary reasons that the Knights were never seriously considered for spots in the last two editions of the college football playoffs. Despite unblemished records in both seasons, Knights athletic director Danny White isn't interested in beefing it up with a traditional in-state power. CC, they're not interested. No, they're not interested. They need to keep on playing La Tech or somebody so they can. Stay undefeated for next year. Start it over again. Claiming national championships is fun. Stressful, too, though. How so? Playing a national championship? I mean, just claiming it. You don't have to actually play Oh, it. claiming it? Everybody, like, yeah, whatever. Good for you. <laughs> we know who the real one is. Yeah. Tell yourself whatever you want. That's a participation trophy national championship. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's good though. We do it in T ball. Do it in Pee Wee. Yeah, that's the same same It's where it all starts, right? Yeah. Alright, so talking about future season. Did the Clemson beat down in Alabama? This is the, the beginning of the end. Yeah. This is the beginning of the end. This is the downfall. Of the Saban Dynasty. Yep. No. Ever since that uh, that fake field goal, <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. They'll be back. Fake, it ain't the beginning of the end. Fake field goal. That was horrible. That was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life. Ain't that when you stop watching? That's when I cut the TV off, yeah. Ain't no sense in watching this. Mm-mm. Happy thoughts. I went back and... You went back with a little glimmer of hope. But no, reality set in. No, check back in. No, I didn't check back in. The beatdown got a little bit worse. I knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was not looking good. It was it, everything was you know going their way. Number eight, Justin Ross. Yeah, Birmingham native. Making catches like nobody's. Making business. catches like Highlander, like he's a wizard. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was near perfect. Now. Our defense, they, they got confused. And, um, you had 
that one long touchdown, uh, we were watching the highlights earlier where the guy was just wide open, caught the ball, and then nobody was going to catch him. Yeah, it's like a 74. You don't see it on, on the screen, but the guy that was supposed to be defending him is on his butt at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. And so, I mean, we just had a, a whole lot of blown plays on defense, and uh, their defense was continual to uh, disguise packages. And what's his, what's it, Vanderpoel? What, what's that defensive coordinator's name over there? Venables. Venables. Yeah, Brett Venables. Brett Venables. <laughs> he coached a heck of a game for that. It's like the highest paid coordinator in NCAA. Should be. I wonder why he's not a head coach. Um, it's probably just comfortable. Clemson. Clemson's supposed to be one of those laid back colleges like Auburn. It's not really a big city or anything, from what I heard. So, you know, he may be a family man. It's like, I want to raise my family here. May not yeah. be a head coach. Thing for him, maybe he's, he's not heard, for it. I think he's a Kansas State alumni, and when uh, oh, he's waiting. They didn't try to. No, they didn't get them a coach. I think they didn't. They weren't interested in Venables. Hmm. Hmm. Didn't know that. Venables. Yeah, I think he was there, but ever since like before they hired uh, Dabo as the head coach. Really, I think he's been there that long. Maybe that's just what he wants to do. He just wants to be. I like people like that. It's like, I don't want to take a chance. I'm good at this. Why take the chance? Two million dollars. He gets paid two million a year to be a coordinator. Which is plenty. Yeah. Oh, I need three. You want another Ferrari? (laughs) Give me a million dollars. Give me a hundred thousand. You give me ten. Yeah. Be cool. We're not coaching national championship teams, though. We may demand more if we was in that predicament. I don't know. Probably so. Meet Allen, the defensive coordinator at Clemson, getting paid $10,000 a season. (laughs) We're interviewing him from his cardboard box. I live in a van down by the river. I live in a refrigerator box. We got snakes. You got snakes? With human traits. They have emotions. And they like to watch TV. That's tight. All right, so just back to sports just for a second and talking about next season since we were kind of talking. Is this the beginning of the end for the Saban dynasty? Is his legacy blemished? I don't believe it. But next football season, it's looking good. Take a look at this. Let me look at the Alabama schedule. You open up with Duke. What a force. New Mexico State. State. Oh, getting there. Oh, this is a nice little open to the conference. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Got Southern Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss. Let's take a week off from that horrific schedule so far. Big, All right, now we've got some competition. Big game. At A&M. That'll be huge. Yeah, A&M is going to be good. I think Tennessee's on the up and up finally. They'll probably have um I'm thinking like a seven and seven and five yeah. season, maybe. Yeah. Arkansas. Then you got Arkansas it's another light bye week before the bye week actually. Mm-hmm. Then it's always LSU. Mm-hmm. State, who knows? That state too. Yeah. Which cowbells can be trouble. I don't know. 
Then uh, Western Carolina instead of an Alabama State or a Troy. And then Auburn. Then the playoff contender game right here. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm calling. And then go ahead and mark Georgia or Florida for the following week. No, it's going to be Auburn playing one of those. Oh, okay. I'm calling it, man. Maybe, maybe. It's weird being an Auburn fan. I think it's going to be one of the years. about to fire the coach? <laughs> it's going to be. Hold my beer. It's, if it, He's if about it's, to go to the playoff. If it's a season where Auburn is going to be overlooked, probably so. Uh, let's go through their schedule, though. It's hard to call it after you look at their schedule. All right, here we go. Mm. We start off at Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Where's that at? What's I think neutral? it's in Dallas. Okay, well, that's tough. Tulane. Tulane. Oh, that's a, you know. Kent State. Another, Kent State. Oh, another tough one. All right, Texas A and M. Where at though? At Texas A and M. That's tough. Yep. And then State at home. State. Florida. That'll be tough. State's always said like, "How's the season gonna go?" Game. Yeah. We could get beat. Auburn could still be a playoff team. Get beat by A and M. Then uh. The gatekeeper, it's Mississippi State. State. Yeah, how's it gonna go? Florida, Win. blow them out. Oh, Florida. Florida's Florida's gonna be tough. Got to go to the swamp. Yes, we got to go to the swamp. Then Arkansas. Arkansas. That's a good that's buy good. for LSU. Arkansas. But you got to go to Dev Valley. Y'all need to get somebody to work on y'all's schedule. I know. Okay, at least you play Georgia and Alabama at home. Yeah, but well, it's still Georgia and Alabama. And you play Ole Miss before Georgia. Uh, it's just kind of another buy. I know. Ole Miss can be dangerous. You should know that. Yeah, when you got a coach buying prostitutes for players, it's real trouble. Yeah, that's an advantage. Matt Luke, don't do that. <laughs> real talk. Let's just say there's What a... do you think Auburn's going to do? With that schedule? Y'all taking at least two L's. We're about to be the big dogs. <laughs> That's a two-loss schedule. Bo Nix is going to New York in December. As a freshman? As a freshman. Dude, no, Trevor Lawrence didn't even get looked at. But Bo Nix? Trevor Lawrence is way more dope than Bo Nix. Yeah, he's going to be there, too. He'd probably win it. Bo Nix should be sitting there. I don't think he'll see it. No, I don't think he'll be there. Yeah, We'll see. So, projections. Four teams, if it's a four-team playoff next season. It's going to be a four-team playoff. Who I think it's who, contract. Who is your four? It's my four. Auburn. Okay. Clemson. Okay. Ohio State. Nope. I think Ryan Day's going to be a good coach. Justin Fields gets to play this year. Watch out. Tear that conference up. And, uh, hmm, Texas. I was going to say, mine is uh, Bama, Clemson, Texas. And I think we're going to see the Pac-12. Oregon? Mm. Just blow the doors off Auburn. No, no, I was thinking maybe Washington. Washington or Washington State. Yeah. Or maybe Michigan. For once. That's big to it. That's big ten. It is big ten. But your ACC and SEC and I don't think Michigan's ever gonna get there. Come on, man. You gotta believe in Harbaugh. <laughs> Believing in for like what, five years? All right. Moving on. 
Are we talking about Planet Earth? I saw that earlier. Maybe you watched Planet Earth. Cool. Tweet's house. Nature talks. Nature is on your side. Nature. Neat. How neat is that? That dude's funny on YouTube. Plugging that guy. Nature talks. Alright, so I don't like deer. At all. I don't either. It's America's most deadliest animal. It's more deadly than a DUI. Yep. So, man, my experiences with hunting is I'm under the firm belief that I don't need to hunt because they love my vehicles. <laughs> That's your rifle. Yeah, I drive a uh, I drive a silver bullet right now. Just just waiting just waiting to kill. And by the way, congratulations on being the last person to ride in the Ranger before it died. I know, I miss the small trucks. I miss it too, dude. I had a lot of memories in that truck. A lot of good times. And it died. And so, what what was crazy about that whole morning on my way to work is I was talking, I was talking with Blake, I think it was the night before or a couple nights before. Yeah. And I was talking about the fact that I was due. A new vehicle. D- due for what? Oh, um, it's been a long time since I've hit a deer, and it's about <sighs> time. What are you saying? Dude, I'm telling you, like clockwork, I hit a lot of deer. Like, this is something that I do. I, it's like uh, I've got some kind of deer magnet on my vehicles. It, this just happens. You can't look for them. Yeah. And so, heading to work that morning, it's still dark, had the headlights on, and uh, R.I.P. Ranger, you've been all over the country. So you're at the crossroads. No doubt. <laughs> you get there and it's at the crossroads. Yeah. Like, come in. Wow. One more time. Yes, I will. You drive forward and it goes down a dirt road. <laughs> like old times. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> but um, out of nowhere, this buck, <gasps> this brown fur missile just pops yeah, out. Running full speed. Yeah, and I, I found it doing every bit of 59. Yeah, we'll go with that. 59. And the airbag deployed, but it wasn't a good deploy because it came out deflated. And so I don't know what. (laughs) So that that deflated airbag Mm. hit me in the face. It like the dust or whatever's inside these bags is just like all inside of the cab. I'm blind. And so I got to roll down with it. I'm trying to roll that thing down, like get that, you know, air moving so I can see and breathe. And I'm swatting that thing out of my face. The deer did not go under the truck well. And so it was like doing this hop like I was riding some kind of a carriage, dude. Like the deer was <laughs> galloping. like. Galloping. Yeah. My truck was galloping. Yeah. My truck was galloping. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on. And you're and like this deer aggressively slowing down because you've got a deer yeah. on your grill. Yeah. And so like this. 30, and by the way, it's squared up. It's, I'll show you the pictures. I'll put them on the, the Facebook page too, because that's it's 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 a good it's it'll give you some yeah I, it'll give you some context. But it knocked both headlights out, so I couldn't see. And like <laughs> this 
ride the carriage, getting this airbag out, trying to get all this crap out of the cab. I can't. It's like a comedy movie. It like is. Like a National Lampoon's That's, Vacation. Yeah. It was like a Tommy Boy when the, the moose wakes up in the back of the car or whatever. The yeah, deer. That was a regular deer. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't just a regular deer. But yeah, it was like one of those moments. And then I get out after it's all said and done and I walk back. I had Tommy Boy's ration. And, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> no, I was mad. Like I was, <laughs> <laughs> I contemplated on just like kicking the like curb stomping that deer, <laughs> but it was already toast. And I walk up and it's like a, it's like a ten point, real nice rack. And I was like, what a shame. You should have mounted it. No, check this out. So after it was like a high school reunion for a little bit. So like three or four people that I went to high school with, they passed by. Al, you alright? Yeah. Yeah. I you uh, you need a, you need a ride or anything? I was like, no, nah, I got I got Earl on the way. He's gonna come pick me up, take the truck to his place. I'm just gonna hang out. All right, see you later. <laughs> and so these good old boys come by. Hey man, you want that deer? Yeah, exactly. You want that deer? Hey, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. You want the deer? Yeah, just load that thing up and take it if that's what you want. So they load the deer up, and Earl shows up. And well, actually, um, after uh, Pete Riley, he had he had pulled me off in his driveway to get my truck out of the road, out of the off the shoulder. So yeah, and from there, what did they? What did they? <laughs> did you go to work? Yeah, I did go to work. What a good employee. Wait, uh, wait, I don't know. What a sorry employee. I don't remember. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, Dad come and picked me up and I went on into work. Yeah. What a good employee. Once again, though, I don't Maybe bad. I can't remember. I can't remember how it went down. But it was it was a jacked up. <laughs> then you got that rental car. I did that. Corolla. It was nice. That was a nice car. Yeah, that was a nice car. I had that roadblock in, uh, right here in front of yeah. my house. Charles, what are you doing in a car this nice? <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? It's just a, it's just a Corolla, dude. <laughs> it's new, but it's a smaller version. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm gonna be coming to the Throwing roadblock. Shade. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, I'll be coming to the roadblock here in just a little bit. We're we're about to go to Columbus. He'd be like, all right, I'll tell the guys not to just stay on going through. And it went down like that, right? That that was uh, the first. It was a UFC night at the Princess. Yeah, yeah. That was that night. It was the uh, first time I saw Khabib. Didn't know who Khabib was. Yeah, yeah. Same. I don't remember the fight. I just remember his fuzzy hat. Yeah. Did he wear that one? Yeah, he wore that out. There. He always wears it. Yeah, Connor. It's his thing. All right. So back to nature. Back to nature, man. You ever seen Blackfish? Have not seen that. That's a major documentary on Netflix right now. Came out in like 2011 or something. So what's so, that about? Killer whales. Yeah. Well, uh, no, killer whales are like second. Them and dolphins are like second smartest of humans, supposedly. Is that right? Yeah. And a killer whale is like part of the brain that holds emotion. Mm-hmm. It's more sensitive than us. They're little babies. They get, they're very low and everything like that. All the oh, okay. emotions. Okay. 
So it hurt them feelings. Yeah. Like, if one of them's dying... They all mourn. Yeah. Get sad. Yeah. But uh, SeaWorld's the devil. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they just like... They're, they're, they capture capture these killer whales out in the wild and just make them slaves. But a blackfish is about that. Then they're like, eventually, them turning. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of in-depth stuff of like, they go get this one that's supposed to be like the Michael Jordan killer whales in Alaska, I think, and bring him to one of the sea worlds in Florida or Los Angeles. And he gets there, and he's way bigger than the other killer whales. They're, eh, you know, mediocre compared to him. And they, they, they get jealous and, like, just spear him, torpedo him, like, all, just pick on him all the time. Man. Yeah. And then it shows. Life is hard. At night, when they ain't putting on the show, they go into, like, this little shed water place. It's just dark. Uh, go to sleep. Yeah. It's it's horrific. Mm. But it's interesting. Interesting and smart animals. Yeah. The animals are crazy, man. Did you ever watch it? Have we talked about that? Did you ever watch it? Apes murder that one ape? No, we haven't. Let's talk about that. Oh, it's scary. It's like... Like apes planning murder? Is this one ape pissed a bunch of them off or something? And so they just like, just like running them down. Or... Yeah, and they're hollering. Okay. He's hollering. Back. Uh, they may be throwing stuff. It's been a it's been a while since I've seen it. Probably like four years or something. But uh, they murdered this this dude. They murdered this other ape. It's murder. <laughs> Jeez. It's crazy, ain't it? Animal Kingdom can be a hard place. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. Animals like, ain't supposed to murder. They're supposed to be like food chain. I gotta, I gotta eat. I'm, I'm amazed by birds. I hate birds. We and, need them. Hmm. We need them. Yeah. And I think like the uh, the blue bird, supposedly you know like the devil's bird. I would agree that. The bluebird is probably one of the meanest birds. You ever seen a bluebird? Yeah, I've seen a bluebird. I was raised... Interacting with other birds? No, not really. I was just like... It's mean. Raised when I like bird hunt with a BB gun. Like, don't shoot a bluebird or a redbird. That's all I know about them. There's something behind that. It's some kind of wife tale, man. It's old old people Um, still hanging... Yeah, right. I mean, Cardinals is, is kind of the same thing. There's some kind of, but I don't know. You you know the the backyard. we got a porch on the back, and you got a nice view of the yard, yeah. and we get a lot of animals to come. Like, uh, we got this uh, wily pack of, like, I don't know if it's like neighbor's cats. They all look like brothers or sisters. They all look the same. They're black and white. But they roll up. They're like three deep, and they're just looking to wreck chaos in my backyard. The Warriors. And it, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun to watch them. And I think they're after all the birds. But that's where I'm getting at is I'll sit out there, man, and it'll be uh, little brown birds, 
uh, hummingbirds, well, they're gone now, and then you'll have your bluebirds, redbirds, and mockingbirds, all kinds of different birds. Just bird galore. Just sitting out here watching these birds interact with each other. Man, bluebird is a butthole. <laughs> He's a douche. He is the douches of douche. I think I just became a bluebird fan. Yeah. Um, you have? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come over one I day got, and you, you just check it out for yourself. Yeah. I mean, teach their own. And, but, like, he will run them not just because there's plenty of yard, plenty of worms, because they'll get on the Katabi worms. And, you know, like, yeah. Katabi worms, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can correct me here. Um, but when the Katabi worm, when it comes down off the leaf, all it does is it burrows fairly close to the tree until it's time for season to come back out. So it's not uncommon to see birds picking the ground around there, armadillos, possums. They'll dig the larva up and eat it, right? Yeah. And so you see a lot of that. Like if you walk out on the porch at night, it's not uncommon to catch a possum or armadillo out there digging around those trees. That's what they're doing. They're just looking for food. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get to see a lot of different things Did you ever get tempted to go down there and kick an armadillo? There was one time when we were... <laughs> I, don't know, I think I was like preteen, man. I might have been, might have been 13, I don't know. Uh, it was a birthday party. It was my brother's birthday party. Uh, me and Jess Tomlin. Yeah. There was an armadillo out there. You know, we got the dust of dawn light in the back. And... You gotta be a ninja. You gotta be sneaky. We, he saw it. And he come back in the house. And he walked back in there. He's like, dude, let's get a towel. We'll get like a beach towel. And we're gonna catch this armadillo. And, um... I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. And we did it. Yeah. Y'all cheated with the beach towel. Well, wanted to win. We didn't go out there to fail. I went out there for a hunt. A hunt. A hunt. The beauty. It's making a more even playing field. Outsmart me. Should have went out there with a dish rag. Yes. Should have <laughs> made it more fair. Throw it in his eyes. Oh, I missed. Oh, no. Leprosy. He's chopping at my face. Oh no, my eyes. Yeah, caught a uh, caught an armadillo in the towel. Yeah, I watched uh went to Tweet's house one day before I went to work. He had some Nat Geo on, and it was uh, in the Philippines, a little village. Yeah, you know, Philippine village. Can you picture that? Alongside the river. Mm-hmm. I can. Huts, yeah, straw huts, whatever. But they was a crocodile, alligator, whatever that was just killing all these fishermen going out at night in a village. And they end up capturing it, and it's the longest alligator today. La long, Google it. La long is like twenty feet long. It's a, it's a big boy. Crocodile or alligator? I think it's an alligator. Okay, I think, yeah, crocodiles are just in uh, yeah, Africa, right? Is that how that works? I don't know. What, what's the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? I don't know. Interesting. Let's, let's see. They're dinosaurs. This thing's head looked like it was as long as a couch. All right, cool. Yeah, so coming face-to-face with a crocodile or an alligator... You'd see a mouth full of separated teeth that would likely scare the bejesus out of you. The two reptile groups are a close relative, so their physical similarities are expected. 
upon closer inspection. Not recommended in the wild. You'd spot glaring differences. Snout shape. Alligators have a wider U-shaped snout, while crocodiles' front ends are more pointed and V-shaped. Toothy grin. When their snouts are shut, crocodiles look like they're flashing a toothy grin. And the home base. Crocodiles tend to live in salt water, while alligators hang out in fresh water. There's the main differences. So. Word. Larry's on and that is some of the unbelievable science and progress of how do you know? Learning his knowledge. Ski What up? I hope Cobb's ready. While we on nature, let's uh me and you really don't hunt, so No we don't. Let's get a hunter's perspective. And so we're we'll bringing in Brother DJ. Kit Kat. Kick yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome you. Fellas. Turkey Slayer. Brothers from another mother. Yes. You know, if me and Al wanted the turkey That's hunt, what I'm saying. You ask these questions. Yeah. Get the fire. He was going. taking one of us turkey hunting in the morning. How would we do this? Uh, you would get the right camo. You would get all camouflage. I got some work clothes. Get camo up. Camo. Whatever. Yeah. You know. Do you have to have camo? Yeah. 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 You, you have to be. I mean, they're short. They're short. Okay. Short. They're low, a lot harder than deer, ain't they? Yeah. You would. Uh, you'd get up with me in the morning, before daylight, about an hour before it gets daylight. And we'd pick out a place to go, and we'd go. That's about like four twenty. Four fifteen. Yeah, you gotta get up, man. Early so when bird, you say early bird gets the wine. So when yep. you say pick out a place. Yeah. Oh, what do you what do you mean? We just got all kind of different yeah. places to pick from? Like places you got permission to hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be okay. okay. Alright, and so when we get to the woods, what's that look like? Are are we stalking these things or are we just sitting and chilling? Oh, you just pull up and wait on daylight, and uh, man, you just get out. And you know where they're at already. I mean, no. Have you like scouted them? I mean, you can. You can do your homework. You can go the evening before and uh, you know, listen to them fly up in the tree, and like, you know, they're in this area. Yeah. You heard them fly up over there, so the next morning you get up and you go and get close to that area. You hear them fly up, and hoping there's a gobbler in the bunch, and he'll gobble that one. Yeah, and you, you'll know he's there, and it, it's on then. It's on. Yeah. It's like hide and go seek then. That's interesting. That yeah. is an interesting it's, it's way just to like, put it's, it. Yeah, hide and go seek. It's like him saying, Marco. Know, yeah, like Marco Polo. Yeah, it's just it's you just, ain't fooling exactly, me. Exactly. I know you there. But you know that's and so there'll be a call and an answer. Right? That's, that's what's so much fun about turkey hunting, man. Oh, I mean, a deer it ain't, gonna, it ain't gonna do that. It's so boring, deer hunting. All right, so me and Al got up with you. And like, we woke up at four fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We made up. Where are we going? Well, I some mean, field or something. Yeah, I mean, we go anywhere. I mean, I got a hunting club. We go on a hunting club. Whatever permission we got, you know, we'd go. We'd go uh, to a field to say it was raining. Turkeys. They get out in the field when it rains because they uh, can't see. That's 
That's right. I mean, no, they can see. They can't they, hear. They can't good. hear. They can't hear. They're afraid something might. They can't hear in the leaves, so they they get leaves out are wet. Leaves. They ain't crackling as much. Exactly. Is that they're it? they're scared of bobcats and predators crawl up on them and get them. So yeah. they'll walk out in the fields, and they'll rely on their eyesight mm. instead of their hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Smart bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're real sharp, man. So that's when our say it's raining. Yeah, man, you gonna go to a field. We're gonna go looking at fields. We can go to fields, and I got permission to hunt, you know, in fields, green fields, any kind of fields. We're going to peek in them and look, and there's going to be turkeys out in them because it's raining. That's the best time to go to turkey hunting is when it's raining. Yeah. In my opinion. A lot yeah. of people are different. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> I don't either. I've never done it. But I've, I've drove down the road and seen the back of a field, and there's been some turkeys back there. So. And so tell us about this experience when, after the call and the answer with the calls, and you finally lay eyes on this turkey, and it is a, it's got a heck of a beard. It's strutting. It's strutting and rutting. What's that feel like, heart pounding in your chest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, um, hot splint and something, something else. All right. Yeah. Hey, you tell me one time, like, you killed this one turkey, and you, like, was crawling on the ground, like... Rambo. Yeah, like Rambo, and you had, like, uh, some feathers you were flopping on the ground to make a sound effect. What was that about? Oh, yeah, I get into it, man. I, uh, man, I, I, I'm, it's, it's me and him out there. I mean, when I, when I see it's him out there, I mean, we get into it, like, it's me and him. I yeah, come into it's a, a battle. I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, you're dying. <laughs> you're gonna die. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna get you. It's going down. That's it's patriotic. I mean, it's, it's the hardest Rambo movie you've ever seen in your life. Me turkey. It's like I own like dang this limit. Yeah. What are some of the wildest experiences you've had in the woods? Oh, man, dude. I've been dropped off in folks' yard. Dude, I've been... Dude, I couldn't... I don't, I don't know. I had to sit down and think about it. Uh, I've been on some crazy deals. Um, <laughs> I got a... One of my friends and my cousin's experience of turkey hunting, they was, like, in the woods looking out in the field... Had a turkey about to shoot it, and an eagle torpedoed into the ground and scooped it up. What? It was just an explosion of feathers. <laughs> that's my cousin Brandon, my buddy Clay. Wow, that's pretty they cool. They seen story. that, and I believe them. They ain't gonna tell a field. Yeah, I don't know how you can make something like that up. You know what I'm saying? They you, weren't even mad. They was like, I can't believe I just saw that. That was one of the craziest things I'll ever see in my life. That was awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Anytime seeing an eagle do anything. Oh. Uh, it's so majestic seeing a bald eagle. Yeah. I don't think this was a bald eagle they saw. But have you ever seen a bald eagle, Kit Kat? A few times. They're majestic. Ain't they? They're huge. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're big. There'd be all mine's like around Earl Shaw's. I think that's a that road. I saw one in Columbus on Highway 69. Like right before you get to where Nova used to be, it was sitting in a dead tree, 
on the right. Looking four feet tall. Looking majestic is all get out. I've seen that one or however many there is back behind Earl Shaw, so I've seen that. There was one, like, I was coming back to Alabama from Mississippi, and it was before, like, a quarter of a mile before you get to Earl Shaw's. It was on the road, just, like, chilling on the road. As I approached it, it flew off, and it's... Swing span was so massive. It was beautiful. It took off slow, it was so big. And there was like two or three cars coming at me in the other lane. And I was pointing in my windshield like, Look! This. Look at it! This dude. But I don't know if I ever looked at it or what, but I was just like, Y'all, look in your review. Roll down the window, look back. <laughs> Get your cell phones out, recording. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Don't do that. Just, just playing about the whole thing or that part. <laughs> uh, just that part. Okay. Don't, don't read. That yeah, don't, don't film. The driver keep looking. Everybody else record it. I like seeing those internet videos where like somebody's hunting and then some here comes another predator and just, well, nope, that's mine. You know, like when you're fishing. And uh, a shark, yeah, gets your tuna, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always think that's pretty cool when that happens. Here you go, yep, cool. That's all right. Well, that has been Brother DJ then for us sharing some hunting experiences. Hi, right, bro, all right. cat. y'all be cool. Catch you later. Thank yep. you, easy, bro. Yep. Catch yep. you on the flip. Till next time, I'm out. All right, man, safe travels. Yep, holla. Peace. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. Real life. Let's go on to movie. Movie. What have we watched lately? We watched the autopsy of Jane Doe. Did we not on Netflix? That definitely happened. So, what did you think? Ten. No, not 10 out of 10. No, it's not a masterpiece now. I would say a strong 6.5, maybe a 7. I'm going to say a 7, 7.5 at least. I had fun with it. Is that good actors? I like I like horror movies. Where it's everybody bit, It's a bit dies. campy because it's in one location. And there's like, what, five or six actors in this movie, this film? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, six of the most. I like Emil Hirsch. Yeah, I'm a huge Emil Hirsch. That dude fan. needs to be in more movies. I don't know who he pissed off. But he, he he's. I like him. I don't know. It's kind of adventurous at the end. Yeah, 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 like, it was. Like the most interesting part, like when things got real, 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 I, real. We didn't like the beginning when it was the autopsy part. Oh, no, 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 that was kind of hard I don't like Sid and people cut open. Like being cut open and stuff. No, but like when they filleted her and laid that skin out uh, in the same yeah. signs yeah. that was, you know, in her intestine with a flower. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and so like they were finding the same symbols and signs and like Amel Hirsch's character called it quick. He's like, uh, this ain't your, 
This ain't normal. This ain't normal at all. I think we're doing witchcraft, and his dad's like, Pfft. yeah. I've been doing yeah. this for a long time, son. This ain't witchcraft. It's a little fun movie. And so, like, I, I like what they done with the uh, the guy with the bells. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the toe tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was a, around the ankle, they had a little string tied with It was around bells. his toe? And so when the movie really got heated after they started doing the autopsy, they I think planted I, that seed earlier. What is this for, Dad? Mm-hmm. Why do they have a bow? Mm-hmm. A bow, a bell. Yeah, it was just in case they woke up. And you forget about it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I mean, one I didn't forget. Kind of I just fire. like kind of is it went along with the other stuff that followed through, like kept my attention. And they're like, ding, ding. oh, I oh, remember him. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, and so that that probably happened after they had found the flower, and then the radio started coming on and be like, "You don't want to be in this storm." Yeah, you should go on home. So that sets the atmosphere up. Yeah, campy, and it was very campy. So a tree falls on the only way out. They're stuck. Lights were getting knocked out of this. They're underground, by the way, and this. Yeah, it's like a family-owned. What they do is they'll, they'll take the corpses and they just try yeah, to figure mortuary. out. Yeah, they figure out what happened to the corpse, how it, how it died, what, what was the cause of death. And so th- this body was found in, uh, what, the basement of a home at first. Yeah. And they called the guy and be like, hey, we got something for you. And so this is kind of how the movie goes. Mel Hurst's character had plans with his girl. That played back in. Yeah, that was sad. When she came back, I called that, though. Yeah, I forgot the old guy's name. Oh, his dad? Yeah, I know his real name. I just forgot it. Left me all of a sudden. But he's a good actor. You ready? Yeah, Brian Cox. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. I I really enjoy Brian Cox. He's a good actor to me. Yeah. Yeah, he done a done a killer job on I that. I love his voice. He's got a. Uh, I wouldn't mind having him narrating a few things for me. Don't do that. <laughs> Nowhere close to nailing that, but there was. I mean, that there was that was huge, like with the cat, and like. Yeah. Later, it kind of played in more and more on why Mel Hurst's character was there working with his dad because he knew his dad hadn't quite worked through his mother passing. Yeah. And he was kind of become a workaholic to to deal. Mm-hmm. And when the cat died, he was like, that was the last thing of your mother's I had left. Yeah. Sad. I don't like seeing cats die either. And what was I'm tight, a cat person. What was tight about that was clever, because what are cats kind of known for like as a species? It's like to be able to pick out paranormal, right? Yeah. To be able to sense those kind of things, sixth sense kind of thing, whatever. And so it was interesting, right when that corpse was brought in, Cat didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 like, the, uh, I like the movie. I like the fact that everybody died. There was nobody left alive. Yeah. Uh, I like it when that happens. Kill them all off. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a fun little horror movie, man. Yeah. It was in, it was an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, it was like an hour and twenty six minutes. Which is yeah. another thing that's that is, beautiful. That is beautiful nowadays. 
I don't want to sit down for it's two and a half for me to hours. Mash play, <coughs> and I was like, I see two hours and forty six minutes. Do I clock <coughs> in before I watch this? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Got any other movies you've seen lately or whatever? Three billboards. Three billboards. Good movie. Sam Rockwell, Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson. That was uh, getting it. That movie was dope. Yes. And you were pumped about it, but it was usual thing. wasn't in really theaters around here. Opportunity to see it, slim. Waited for the red box. I didn't catch it then. I just, just no, caught it. It was uh, almost a year from now. Oscars is over with when all those nominees come out in red box. Mm-hmm. So I watched like I Tanya, three billboards, four other ones that was nominees. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little time for me getting off work. Monday nights at Redbox looking ready for Tuesday leases. Yeah, Tuesday morning. Night shift. I'm a night crawler. Vamp life. So Google, what's coming out tomorrow? Deeper into the movies. Films. Cobb hooked me up last night, and we started a brand new series of Will Alan Walk Away? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. He stood strong. I walked away twice. Oh, so weak, man. Come on. Went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you did it on purpose. I didn't even notice it. No, I had to pee. Was it very convenient, though? It was convenient, even though you paused the movie. <laughs> so I had to come right back. I was like, I don't want to see this part. Yeah. Thank goodness my bladder is... What was that film? <laughs> Green Inferno. The Green Inferno. <laughs> there may be a lot of haters of this movie, but I like it. It's different. It's Eli Roth. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. He made Cabin Fever. That's a great one. You ever seen that? I have not seen Cabin Fever. I have it. You're going to see it one day. Have you seen Hostel? Or Hostel 2? I have seen Hostel. They're all right. And uh, then he made this. I think that's the order. No, he made Knock Knock 2, but it's around the same time as uh, Green Inferno. Knock Knock's, you would like it. Knock Knock made me one of his best ones. Got Keanu Reeves. But anyway, Green Inferno. I see that. Yeah, he will see it. I have it. <laughs> no, so tell the story about Green Inferno. Green Inferno. It's a... Activist movie. Yes, it uh, starts off with uh, two girls, roommates, in college. And they get woken up by an activist group on the line with their chants. Hunger strike. Yeah. Then they get sucked into that. And they go to a little speech for it. Then they find out one girl's like, her dad's a lawyer for the UK. So one no, of, her her dad was a lawyer for the the United Nations. The United Nations. They were sitting in a lecture. My bad. They were sitting in a lecture, and yeah. like the whole lecture was about the uh, female circumcision. Yes. And she was asking the questions like, "Is this so? Is, so wh- are we okay with this?" Yeah. And she's like, "My dad is a lawyer at the United Nations. There has to be something that can be done." And then like the professor and like other students rebuttal was like. No, I mean, there's there's nothing that you could do to get this kind of exposure to make this stop. Yeah, and that's, I think that's countries. where the fire was kind of lit. And then one of those uh, activist group 
was a student in that class, and he heard her connections. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you'd be perfect for so what we're trying to do. So they met after that class. Yeah. And he's like, I want to invite you to this. Anyway, she gets... Does it sound like a horror film just yet? No, it sounds like a good... It sounds it's, like it's, a it's inspiring a happy-go-lucky movie right here. That will just inspire you. These are good people. Get behind a movement. Yes. Be a part of something. Yes. So, hey. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. By the way, You want to go down to the rainforest and save it? She's like, you for real? And then she meets with with the leader. Yeah. Tells an offensive joke. Blows her off. Yeah, tells an offensive joke. He's like, you're not welcome. Right. Alejandro. Yeah. And then lo and behold, they meet back up. She apologizes, and next thing you know, that she's boarding and playing, and they're going to Amazon, I guess. It was uh, Peru? I think it might have been. It was Peru. It's Peru. the jungle. Yeah, they were going to the Amazon rainforest there, and so what was going on is uh, what this activist group was big on was they were trying to save the rainforest, and so there was this Coming militia the group bulldozers. protecting Give me them trees. these workers who were bulldozing and tearing down the Amazon. And they get down there, they get their informant takes them exactly where they need to go everything goes as planned turns out United Nations girl they had a special plan for her yeah used her sorry and they made their way back to the ship they got back to their plane everything's happy go lucky they cracked open the celebratory drinks engine failure (laughs) sabotage listen up y'all it's a sabotage Listen up, y'all, it's a sabotage. (laughs) Engine failure. Plane crashes. Dude throwing up on the way down. The fat guy. Yeah. Or it's floating. Mm, Good scene. Floating in his eyebows. So I would say that there was probably about 15 to 20 on the plane. Half die during the events of the plane crash. Other half survived. The plane, it cuts in half. Yeah, it does. Might have been four people back there. Who knows? Yeah, but you see them later. And so anyway, those who were left alive, propellers still going. They're disoriented. They're trying to figure out what just happened. Imagine just being in a plane that oh, crashed. Oh, boy. And uh, in the Amazon, you're like, well, we're just trying to get out of here. We just made a whole big ruckus. Uh, with the Peruvian government over there, so I wonder how this is going to play out. And old boy walks out in front of the propeller. Where's my girl at? Boo! Boo! Dead. And then, lo and behold, here come these little red people with spears and blow darts. Yes. It's the cannibal tribe. The cannibal tribe, y'all. Cannibal tribe. Did the movie go happy-go-lucky enough yet? No, sir. So they were taken captive after some of them were butchered by spears. Oh, homegirl. Yeah, they hit them with a lot of those mini darts that put you to sleep. Yeah, and so the rest of them were taken in the camp. They woke up to a wonderful scene where... A oh, nice but, cage. Yeah. But like you could just... Oh, pick. no, they ain't in the cage yet, are they? No, they're just kind of in a trough. Yeah, they're just waking up, getting carried... Yeah. To their village. But luckily enough, they picked the fattest one out for the first sacrifice. Yeah, they carry him up to a hill, the rock. 
platform. Mm-hmm. And boy, does he have a good one set out for him. They begin with... He's about to get a nice massage. A very nice massage. We begin with eye gouges. Oh, yeah. The queen comes out. Hey, this is a real try, by the way. Like, this Eli Roth and this production crew founded a real tribe. Let me ask you this. Anytime like, you're making of this film, would you feel in water? danger? Do what? Like, if you were the people who were like, hey, we're sitting next to people who eat people. This is... I mean, I hope they don't get to eat people for real. Oh, oh, this tribe didn't. No, it's just like a they. Oh, they were legit. They was making a movie about a Campbell tribe and wanted to find a real tribe. Oh, okay. I thought they found like the legit tribe that was doing this. I was like, man, I wouldn't be. uh, No. uh, Wow, you're really good at eating people. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, it ain't like that at all, man. Okay. It was just a regular. It was a regular tribe, but they're like indigenous, like that. Uh. You know, the dude that wouldn't try to give bobbles to the island, that tribe that was indigenous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like them, but they weren't real cannibals or anything. Uh, one of my favorite books all time. It's called End of the Spear. Yeah. It's a, it's a missionary book like that, what you're talking about. So you go give an indigenous tribe bobbles? Eventually, yeah. So his... Uh, it's, that's, like this... <laughs> That's risky, dude. To me, it's like it, it started out. You, I, I have the book. bring a bunch. I of have the book germs you, over there. Man, chill out. Of uh, common code, I'm dead. It started out with helicopter drops, and are not hit, airplane drops, and so they were parachuting in goods for the people, and then one day they decided to land, and it didn't go so well. Like um, they all got killed. And the end of the spear is actually about the son who went and actually lived with the people who killed his dad. And he actually becomes best friends with the guy who threw the spear that killed his dad. Yeah, this dude that killed his dad is just like, this is all I know, I'm surviving. End of the the spear, and they actually, uh, the tribe actually converts Christianity, and you kind of see how um, Christianity uh, impacts the, the culture and changes it. And you, you see the the common misstrokes and some of the things that happened in like Central and South America when Catholicism brought it over with a lot of uh, what would happen is you would spin culture in and on itself. And so if they had paganism, such as the Mayan religion was a big thing. And so when Catholicism came, they would take the gods from the Mayan religion Okay, and we would plug Mother Mary to this row. We can plug Jesus to this row. And so what you do is you get syncretism. And so you're mixing religions. And that's a lot of what had happened in South America and Central America for years is this syncretism. And so you see a lot of Christian uh, attributes given to these Mayan gods and how it kind of takes shape. And so that's, that's why, like, filming movies and things like this and finding these indigenous tribes, and it's not just there, but... Seeing these people who were never reached. I know it's 2019, dude. And they technology is. We're over here doing a podcast, and these dudes are like, "What's a podcast? What's a phone? What's a flip flop?" Yeah, and so yeah, this these kind of movies are interesting. So I was I was glad to see it on, but like once we go to the island and be like, "I have a lighter. I am a god. Fire! Fire! Fire!" No, but that's why watching movies like this is interesting because I mean these are the kind of things I'm interested in. I've spent a lot of time like 
that's when I studied at school was culture. It's, yeah. But I, I was just saying it. I thought it was interesting. This dude had a real tribe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, extremely. It was like, I wish I had a special features on this little copy I had. There's no special features really. It's just commentary. It probably I, it's hard for me to watch commentary films in a movie. Yeah, I'd rather watch a movie. But it's probably interesting stuff. Of like, yeah, we came on the set with water bottles and they were just in, fascinated. Look at these ice cubes. Oh my! Just stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that that part would be interesting. But you seen them a whole lot different when you watched it. Yeah, you saw them uh, decked out, ready to eat some people. Yeah, eye gouging is where we left off. Mm-hmm. And so, so we got the eye gouging. And so after the eye gouging, we went in for. He's still alive. Yeah. And while yeah. he's screaming, well, why don't we go ahead and cut uh, his yeah, tongue out? Yeah, old dude comes up that's painted black with the yellow top head paint. Mm-hmm. He's got a. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, some kind of a weapon made out of a cow's jaw. Yeah. He's got a. Which is sharp. Which like. is sharp enough to cut an arm and a leg off. Yeah, that's most definitely. It's proven in the movie. And he does it. So he cuts it it all only takes off. about. It's just like a switchblade. Mm, I reckon after about the third swipe, it was. Mm, it was. Per plumb like near took his arm. Clean off. I ain't no mm-hmm. sense of calling that blade. My well, God, But so anyway, cut the tongue out. Dude's freaking out. Then they start working their oh, way yeah, over to the out. right side of the body. They cut the arm off. Then. Work their way down to the legs, cut the legs off, and he's in shock. And then they cut the other arm off, and then they go ahead and just fillet him. They cut him in half. And look at how gruesome porch talk can be. Yeah. Sorry. And welcome Not to. Not sorry. This is what I walked into. Yeah, come over here. You get the best of the horrors. So I, I don't I don't know like that's that's why that like the horror has moved to let's just make it hard to watch. Yeah, I like that. Uncomfortable. Is that how you feel when you watch Creep the first time? Extremely uncomfortable. This is a different uncomfortable. This yeah. is violence. It's like violence to the worst. This oh, is home, one homeboy is eight and alive. We're, we're yeah. They get the munchies. Yeah, so. Oh, homeboy on this trip's pothead, and he's like, asks the informant, he's like, can you get me some weed? And so what they did was, on, like, the second day, they finally fed him while they were in these cages. And, by the way, the guy that they had sacrificed that we just told you the story, he fed him for a couple of days. And so they brought these bowls out with these plantains mashed up into mush for them to eat, you know, Hell, yeah. you you gotta keep your food fed. Yeah, you don't you don't you need all the the muscle and fat you can get in that of regard. And and so after they had finished eating the plantain, one of the girls looked down on the bowl, and like there was a blood residue, and she looked, and there was a tattoo that was very familiar, and the bowl was made out of skin. Skin, and that tattoo belonged to one of the girls that crashed in that yeah. plane earlier. On her bicep or whatever. Yeah, it was on her bicep. And so she took the liberty of taking her own life with that bow. She broke the bow yeah. and then she canceled it Ooh, out by hardcore. going across the throat. 
And so what they did with the marijuana was they stuffed the marijuana down inside of her, and after they had found that she had killed herself, they cooked her up. And the smoked whole, her under a little... Yeah, they smoked her in this little furnace this thing. This little hut straw thing, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's crazy is, like, that's relatable because, like, going to Guatemala... getting that barbecue on. Yeah, like, going to Guatemala and, like, seeing, like, you know, third world countries. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've, I've seen these little ovens and things. Like, that is... that That's that's legit. That's cool. Like a little clay oven like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's for real. And so, like, it's tossed the body in there and started cooking it and they ate and then lo and behold they got high and like when everybody's they, laughing and, and what was crazy is like Alejandro the guy who was completely against all their plans and he tried to soul them he's like your little Scooby Doo plan ain't gonna work but it did yeah they started going to sleep laughing carrying on and so they escaped but old homeboy grabbed Pothead and kept Pothead yeah. while the others escaped and others is too because we're down to four at this point. We were at like 15 and now we're down to only four. And so this kind of tells you where the movie goes. It's like people be dying all fast. And so they escape. They go back to the uh, the airplane crash site. They're looking for a phone for a GPS so they can send out a signal to get pickup. It's kind of like a rendezvous thing. Well, they get picked back up by the tribe. Go figure. But while they were gone, Pothead woke up to a very nice surprise because Alejandro, the narc, had stuck uh, the pothead with a one of those darts. Yeah. Because earlier they had Sneaky. tried to escape, and they had these people on guard who were shooting those darts, and there was one left in the top of the little cage that they were in, and he grabbed that dart and just stuck him in the neck. And when he woke up, they had the munchies. And... uh they feasted on him Ripping live. skin. <laughs> Give me a shoulder blade. <laughs> and so it ends with him breaking away from those two guys, and he, you know, is screaming, making a huge commotion, and he gets run down by 40 tribesmen, and there's a great big hurdle. Give me a... Mm-mm-mm. Fresh pickings. It's going to be good. And so... They get recaptured. They're back in the pen. They hang um, old boy up, and they give him the, the royal treatment. They put this kind of paste on him, and which attracts these large ants. Yeah, you're talking about one inch long, maybe. Yeah, we're talking like these king ants, and like these ants. These Alabama up. ants. Uh huh. And he's getting just swallowed oh, up worst. by ants, while old girl is about to get her a female. Circumcision. Oh, yeah, they come and get her. Paint her up. All white with a red stripe across her eyes and head. Yeah. And so... So There's a ritual going down, whatever. Anyway, while she was in the cage, she had built this relationship because of the necklace that she had with this child. And, you know, it would play like a little flute noise, and she she had played that... (laughs) And so, lo and behold, old little homeboy helped her out and escape. He cut the rope for her, or yeah. gave her the tools that she needed to cut the rope. Yeah. And the ladies who were tending to her, she was able to take care of them, escape, go to him, get what she needed from him, and she got away. Yeah. That's it. 
The ending was kind of. She the went into a war though. Ending was kind of trippy. She didn't just get away. And it was kind of trippy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she went into like <laughs> tribe. Modern day man versus tribe. Yeah, and tribe was getting slaughtered. Yeah, but she was painted up like tribe, holding her phone out. No, 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 no. American. Yeah. American. So it was fun. Yeah. You like that movie? Will I ever watch it again? Absolutely not. Movie. You, you won't watch it again? That's what. That's what's fun. It's like, make me uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I've already seen it. I know it's coming. It, it doesn't, I don't want to watch people get I, I tell tortured. You what, like, if I would watch it again if I was watching it with someone who hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. I would do that. DJ. Kick it. He ain't going to watch that. Yeah, he was like, he'd be like, what do you got me watching, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah, it won't work. He ain't going to watch that. He will watch it. Think he will? He probably won't finish it, but if it's playing over here, I'll watch it. And we open up another series of Will He Walk Out? <laughs> All right, let's move on into music. What's up with the music, man? What you been listening to? Nothing? You ever listen to Mayhem? Mayhem. It's Norwegian black metal. Let me tell you a story about metal. Is it Norwegian black metal? Yes. It is very... Burning churches down. It is very relative to this. All right, so the company I used to work with when I was working at uh, Heritage. Yes. We were top salesmen with eBay. And so eBay was sponsoring this NASCAR race in Talladega. And so they had two tickets. Boss gave it to the employees. I got one of them. He said... Uh, do what you want. No, it wasn't to do what you want. I, I was hoping so. I had somebody in mind, but this worked out better. It's like, take another employee, and I was like, ooh, Logan, that'd be cool. What's Logan like? Hey, Logan had just started working there like three or four months ago. Yeah. And he had had a lot going on. How old are you? I'm 28. How old is he? About 23, I'm going to guess. At, oh, at that time? Yeah. I would... I think I was 26, and he would have been... He was around my age. I don't remember if he was older or younger. But let's just say uh, yeah, he was anywhere we get from the, 24 the gist to... of it. 24, 28. Yeah. I was like, well, he's kind of going through some things. It'd be kind of, you know, it'd be something fun. He likes cars and trucks. He, You know, he's really into cars. And I was like, give it to Logan. Uh-oh, me and Logan go. That'd be dope. And we're, we're, we're going up the road, and so on the whole way up there, I'm introducing music. Like, I'm playing the music that I listen Have to. Have you heard this yet? Have you heard this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know anything about them? Yeah, and so we weren't really G-hauling, music-wise. Yeah. I didn't like the same thing that he liked. And so, not to cut this short, I'll, we can use it in another episode. Maybe I'll have Logan on one day. But we went to Talladega. We, we met our eBay guy in Birmingham, and we went on to Talladega with him. We had a great time. It was a great race. We were, you know, we had our pit box. We were on the inside lane of, like, turn one. Oh, yeah, man. It I want to do that. It was I a, ain't it into was NASCAR, but I, I'm, it I seems don't like fast. NASCAR either. It seems fun. I don't like NASCAR either, you know, but it was a dope. Give me tickets. I'll go. It was a dope experience. Yeah, it wasn't something I was going to, you want to go to the NASCAR race? I don't have anything on this. No, you just got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun get-together. 
Yeah, and it was it was a great way to spend a Sunday. And so on the way back, I was just telling I was like Logan, I played my music the whole way up here. I was passed the phone over to him. I was like, here, what do you like? Mayhem. I'm not saying specifically mayhem. Probably does, but let's Swedish death metal, Norwegian black metal. Yeah, it was that stuff. And so like when, when I when I thought of metal. And so I'm not versed in metal at all. I, I'm not a metal fan. I'll listen to metal. Listen to yeah. metal. You don't really but like I, Metallica. I, 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 yeah, I don't. I like 80s Metallica. Oh, who doesn't? But I didn't know that the, there was black metal, that there was dark metal, that there was metal. You know, there's yeah. like there's subcategories. It wouldn't make sense. Cause there's like, certain degrees it, of With my favorite speed. genres of music, there's subcategories. And so like with metal, there was these subcategories and... Logan was really well versed, and like Logan could tell you, like, this is black metal, and like, you, well, this was Norwegian black metal. Yeah. And he was, he, he was very well versed. But so anyway, that's what he. That was his playlist on the way back. Yeah, I was listening to Norwegian on my way back from. <laughs> I would hate that because I, I don't get into it. I was just saying. I, I'm not. I didn't like it, but I was like, well, you know, you put up with mine on the way up. Yeah, here. I just said that as a joke. Mayhem's. Uh, Norwegian black metal they like burn churches down and stuff and the dude the lead singer's name was Dead and he ended up killing himself and he has probably the best suicide note ever okay it was written on the wall it said sorry for the mess I'm just saying to me that's one of the best suicide notes ever don't do it but if you're gonna do it pretty good one of his bandmates found him Brains, brains blowed out and gathered his like broken little skull fragments and made necklaces out of them to give the rest of the bandmates and himself. Is that right? Yes. So, I don't know if that's really a happy ending or a happy ending or what, but... It's an ending. It's an ending. I mean, that's yeah. just why I bring up yeah, and mayhem. I mean, just just we'll like, get on the music. You, you, let's go dark. And so just like just like that with music, man. Like I don't know a song by him, but unfamiliar with metal. I wish I could because he was introducing me to like uh, metal bands, like what you were talking about, Norwegian black metal. He was like specific. This is uh, Icelandic dark metal, and I may be butchering this thing, guys. I'm not. One, a... <laughs> and it was just like going through like different stages, and he was like, like I said, he's really well versed, and he was like, "This is Listen what makes to it... the lyrics, Alan." Yeah, you know, I can't understand what they're saying. He's like, <laughs> he's like, "I really like this line." I was like, yeah. uh, "What did he say?" It sounded like a dog barking. Off in the distance, but but anyway, he was he was extremely well versed with it, and so that was his cup of tea. Yeah, and it's it's always interesting. Like I'm, I'm always looking for different takes, different taste for sure. And he had a different taste. What feelings though were you? Was he? It was not not my style. No, you went and dropping him off like man, I gotta get them albums. Yeah, you <laughs> burned me a couple of CDs, man. No, it wasn't that. What is the name of this band again? It's like, man, just stay strong, Alan. Just stay strong. <laughs> you listen to your stuff, and then let him listen to him stuff. Just doing that. Have you been listening to Drake since he's been cursing Alabama? No. Me neither. What about R. Kelly? You been on that? No. 
You know about him? I do. <laughs> Dave Chappelle said that like what, fifteen years ago. Dave Chappelle, yeah, prolific. Uh, Detective Chappelle on the scene. Where you been? He called it out. I um. As, as far as music right now, I've I've. I've really been listening to a lot of the, the people and a lot of the bands that I hope to have on the show in the future. Yes. And Soren Bryce is awesome. Yeah, she, she was. That was that was dope. I hope to be able to continue to have guests like that on here. What about music festivals coming up? Any you want to see? Oh man, dude, <laughs> this is gonna be the biggest summer of uh, of my life. And so Woodstock supposedly is coming back. Not gonna Woodstock, go by. Not not different name. Different name. Different same name. city, town. But the the thing is, is I want to be able to say that I was at the first Woodstock when it came back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But also, I'm seeing Bonnaroo. I really like the set list for Bonnaroo. Never disappoints, man. Uh, last year, y'all didn't want to go. Ooh, it's got Eminem. I don't know. I just I went in 07, 08, so I bet it's way better back then than it is now. Uh, so I heard MTV, this, this year, MTV, Jim James, it. Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino, The Lumineers, Hosier, Hosier, it's got a lot of the, the Lumineers, Cardi B, yeah, I want to see her, I'm a huge Cardi B fan, Walk the Moon, I like Walk the Moon, I'll dance a lot, what about the National, I don't know who they are, but I'll just walk in there surprised, I've always heard of them though, it'll be you a good time, mean? it's going to be great. I want to go. I want to go to. If I don't go what to Woodstock, what about catfishing in the bottoming? Come again? Catfishing the bottoming? That's the first time. Have oh, you never heard of them? I Seems like somebody you would show me to. I, I don't know nothing about them with it. I bet they're. Yeah, that's what you, you. You're not looking at these headlines. You're like what you do. You're looking at the fine print here. Yeah, those are the good ones. These are the good ones. You want to go see fish? Did you three see? Times? You see? You see down there, uh, Hobo Johnson and the Love Makers. Do you see? I that? would. I was looking at the finer print too, man. We got two feet down here. Two feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, see it's Hobo. That's where I want to be. Oh, you Let's know what go. I just seen? Let's go. Little Let's go. Dicky. Let's go. Little, Little Dicky. Little Dicky's on Little there. Little Dicky's on there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Space Jesus, whoever that is. I don't know who Space Jesus Hippocampus. is. Hippocampus. I know who Hippocampus is. You do? Mm-hmm. Interesting. R. Kelly. Psych. <laughs> I'm going to pee on you. I piss on you. Anyway, that's not funny for the sensitive people now. It is a joke. Don't sue me. I'm not going to pee on you. It's weak. But uh, what else, man? That's that's Bonnaroo for you. Got Coachella coming oh, yeah, in just two weeks. We can't afford that. I would love to go one of those so we can afford it. Yeah, I have a... Does that done happen? I don't know. I don't keep up with Coachella just because I can't afford it. One day. What about Burning Man? You don't know about Burning Man? Burning Man's like out in the desert in the middle of nowhere. And uh, it's like the hippiest of hippie fest. Sounds like a place. Everybody's, everybody's probably going to be on acid. I don't want to. I'm not, I'm not doing Burning Man. It's too hardcore. That's probably why. It's like Fish, Grateful Dead, everything like that. Okay. You saw Fish has two sets at Monterey. Three. Yeah. Uh, two sets. 
What? Two sits on one night, and then a sit before uh, the, the night first before. night. Yeah. 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 But, I got that going on. I don't care about fish. Do you? No. No, I don't care about. I'm not fish. hippie enough. I'm more. I'm no. I'm more focused on those low line bands. I do want to see. I'm not vegan. Years. I'm not either. I think that's why I don't like fish. I don't think that's why you you don't like. Fish. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I ain't in that frame of mind that like this much. Listen. Listen, man, this is it. Oh, man, I love fish. You hear that? I'm never like, this sucks. (laughs) Every time I heard fish. Sorry, fish fans, no disrespect. If I'm around you and you want to play fish, I'm I'm just going to tough it out. (laughs) What about some widespread panic? That's up there, kind of, but more drifting towards our way. Widespread, if we got any hope, okay. it'd be more okay. widespread panic before fish. Right. But I don't care about widespread panic either. Grateful Dead, widespread panic, fish, none of those. What about I, North Mississippi All-Stars? Yeah, I had a good buddy that's a big fan of those. He's done moved to Memphis. But I couldn't, I was like, it's like a couple songs. I was like, yeah, that's all right. I'm trying to give it a chance just because you're my good friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to buy any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think Beyonce does? I don't know. That's all that's I think. Goes back to Hollow Earth? Maybe. Maybe so. Sheds her human shape and becomes full reptilian? Shut it down. Shut it down. Well, all right, folks. (laughs) Well, all right, folks. This has been another episode of... Poach Talk. Poach Talk! Hey, Brother Cub. Hello. Goodbye. And um, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on, man. That's what's up. Stay positive. Good energy. Come on. Always stay positive. Woo! That's what I'm saying. Hoo-hoo. Hey, Miss Lee. Learned a lot. Why not? Here we go. Baby, it's all gravy. We all do what we gotta do. And hey, darling, I'm broken hearted. I've been crying, but my crying is through. And I learned a lot I really learned a lot I was broken down On the bedroom floor Yeah, I learned a lot I really learned a lot I hope you found What you're looking for A lot of time staring at the ceiling. I spent a lot of time, I was talking the walls. And I spent a lot of time chasing that old time feeling. I spent a lot of time, I was waiting on your call.
And I learned a lot I really learned a lot I was broken down in the bathroom floor I really learned a lot I really learned a lot Hope you find what you're looking for. USA in this hope. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.